Alright, uh, welcome to Video Game Bullshit. This is our uh, second episode here. Um, we lied last time, and actually we're all in the same room again. Um, I'm moving out actually Monday, so um, what we'll do is we'll go around. Uh, my name's Jeff. I'm the Subcon 3 on a bunch of these forums, like Nintendo Age Clove, Lennon64, um, and I sit there and go around. I've um, done a few books, had, had one published, currently writing a couple more. Um, doing some interviews here today, um, but that's a little bit about me. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm Kyle, collector extraordinaire. <laughs> um, love the NES. Um, been uh, working toward a complete set for mm, better part of my life, I would say. I, I never really got out of it. Um, like a lot of people sold their stuff or whatnot, but uh, yeah, I just always trying to get more and more, and I'm only a few away, you know. Um, we can go into that later, though, but Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> that's a uh, little bit about me. And I'm Kevin. I run the KVK Box channel and do videos with these guys and uh, lots of others and another fellow collector trying to complete his NES collection. But oh, yeah. i got to say, Kyle's collection here looks pretty braggable and much more diverse than mine. <laughs> <laughs> so as you can see in the little topic today, um, we're going to be going over the current state of video game collecting. Um, we're going to do a little bit in the podcast, though we're going to go over like what we've been doing in the past couple weeks. Also, we're going to do a little bit of response to our last podcast, since a little bit controversial as it may have been. we got some positive and some negative stuff, but we'll go over a little bit about that. I don't think Kevin was quite tracking some of the craziness, but me and Kyle have been conversing about it over the last couple weeks. Um, no surprises. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Kevin said he was a little bit blank on what to talk about, so maybe if I go over what I've been doing, Kyle's go over what he's been doing the last couple weeks, oh, yeah. maybe we'll spur some stuff. Refresh my memory. So, so I'll start off. Um, so what I've been doing the last couple weeks, first of all, it should be known that Majora's Mask came out. Yeah. So I got Majora's Mask on the 3DS. I pre-ordered the limited edition. It comes with a Skull Kid figure. It looks a little awesome. It's badass. Um, everybody's boxes, though... I've been seeing it going around on Facebook. They've all been damaged. Oh, yeah, the shit. They just throw oh, wow. that shit in a fucking box. Yeah. Oh, man. It's destroyed. Mm. Mine actually has a dent in the back, though. It's not in the front, so I can still display it. Yeah. But on the back, it has a dent. So I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. I had no problems opening it, though, because, you know, the collector in me is like, should I fucking leave it sealed? Yeah. I saw that dent. I'm like, all right, opening it. Yeah. I didn't open the, the Skull Kid figure out of it, though. I left that in there since it still looks good in the front, but I took mm. the game out. I've been playing it. So, I know Kyle hasn't had a lot of experience with Majora's Mask. Have yeah. you played Majora's Mask at all, Kevin? Yeah, I beat it when it came out as a kid. You so. beat it back in the day. <laughs> back in the day, I beat um, it. It's a pretty and good game. I also only sunk of maybe a few hours into it back in the day. Mm -hmm. Right now, I'm four hours in. I gotta say, the graphical upgrades are awesome. They look great. Um, they've changed a few things, mainstreamed uh, a couple things, like streamlined a couple okay. things, where um, like now the sound song of double time allows you to skip to any hour. Oh, that's kind of um, nice. Now, my thing is, comparing it to Ocarina of Time, uh -huh, Ocarina of yeah. Time is an amazing gem of a game. It has perfect progression. You can skip around a little if you want to. Yeah, masterpiece. Absolutely. Um, now, Majora's Mask, you start off your, you know, put as a deco shrub, you have to find your way back to Link, uh, but it's a, it's a bit of a pain in the ass to me. Yeah. Um, once you get, and, and here's the thing, uh -huh. it's the insanity aspect, which is free reign, which I enjoy, but it's like, alright, you gotta collect all these masks, you gotta do all this stuff in sequence. 
Now, I don't know if you had this when you played through it before, Kevin, uh-huh. but basically how I'm doing is I'm going to the first dungeon. I went to the first dungeon going through, and I didn't really think about time. Yeah. I'm, I'm going through, and it's like, all right, now I'm running out of time. So it's be- about to die. So I rewind time. I have to redo the entire fucking dungeon again. <laughs> Everything. That's brutal. Yeah, it's very crucial on how you time anything in that game. That's kind of like the fun of it and maybe the hate of it if you don't like the change, but yeah, that's you got to really cruel. strategize. It's kind of cruel. It's, it's yeah. almost... And I, I kind of strive myself on trying to do blind runs. Like, I don't like to utilize the internet or anything. Oh, oh yeah. But when yeah. I pre-ordered the game, I got the guide with it. Yeah. So I'm like, I might just start accessing the guide, mm-hmm. but then it's like, now i got to figure out how the hell I want to do it. Everybody yeah. said, though... Playing the Song of Time backward slows time down. Yeah. That's so a big then it advantage. gives me more time in the dungeon. I didn't that's do that. Interesting. So okay. That should help me at least get through that first dungeon. That's your fail safe usually. I remember using yeah. that a lot, even in the original game, I was using that a lot. And then right before I went into a dungeon, you'd do that. Oh. The, the other thing that people were recommending, because I just did a quick search real quick to see if I get my head around it. Mm-hmm. The other thing that people were recommending was is to go through and like get the fairy's mask. And so that way, when you're going through the dungeon, you have to collect a certain amount of fairies that are hidden in bottles and are all around. If you have that fairy's mask on, they come to you. They're attracted to you. So that way, you actually can collect them easier. So mm. it speeds up the time a little. I see. So I went and did that. And now, so it's like, I'm almost to a point now. I'm four hours in. I'm about where other people that I've seen are at at about four hours. But it's like, do I now streamline? What do I do? So I'm, I'm kind of like demotivated to play it, but I need to. It's a Zelda. I need to beat it. I've got a damn Zelda tattoo. Yeah, you're, you're the Zelda master. Yeah, right? exactly. But I've never gotten into Majora's Mask. It's It looks beautiful, though. Um, the, the other side of things is the Majora's Mask 3DS XL that came out. Um, I didn't get that. Uh, okay. My wife had her birthday the same day it went up, and those 15 <laughs> minutes that it was for sale before it sold out, uh-huh. I was eating dinner. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I've I've been told I think it was on Johnny Millennium's uh, YouTube channel. He did a little review on it, and he said that it's like playing the new 3DS is like how the 3DS should have been. It's like playing new fucking games. He said he tried Ocarina of Time in it, the 3D version. He said it's fucking amazing. Really? Because it has, like, now it has eye-tracking technology in the 3DS. So, because before, like, if you had it like this, the 3DS right in front of your face, and you move, the 3D goes out of focus. Now, you can move it all around, and It it follows you. So, I mean, who plays a fucking video game and doesn't move their hands? That's ridiculous. So, it's like, now Nintendo did it how you should have done it. Now, he's like... He was saying, like, oh, I'm going back and buying games because it's, like, a whole new fucking system. So I'm like, man, I don't know if I can justify $200 just to play it the right way. Yeah. But yeah that's a lot, yeah. And then they have, they, they have the Majora's Mask one. If I could get that fucking version, yeah, I'd do it. Then it would Absolutely. justify it big time. And that's yeah. why I'm like, do I wait until they come up with another themed one that interests me? Yeah, it's, do I could jump be on a the long pet? time? It could be a long time. <laughs> Ever, forever. Forever. You never know. Yeah. These, these handhelds, they just release too many different versions nowadays. I mean, do you want the original? You want to wait for a themed one? It's it gets frustrating in my my opinion if you're a budget gamer, you know. And that kinda of all yeah. started with like N sixty four, you had the Donkey Kong like jungle green one, yeah. you had the Pokemon one. It's just like <laughs> every, you know, millions. And and now like, Nintendo fever has hit the fucking nation, so it's like, anything that goes up Nintendo that somewhat seems limited, yeah. people will buy up three and four of them just so that way they can resell it on eBay immediately. Yeah. I remember the the Majora's Mask 3DS. Like, people put that shit on eBay 
when they pre-ordered it. <laughs> like, it was already up on eBay <laughs> for like nuts, 400 dude. It's 200 bucks for the system, which yeah. is cheap. But they put it up for 400 already. So I'm you could like, pre-order it from them. Exactly. <laughs> wow. So stupid. That's crazy. <laughs> because I got to a country. <laughs> That's the thing, though. Like, and it doesn't piss me off that they're doing it. It pisses me off that I can't get one. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's it. Like, right. I'm okay with it because you know what? If I had the funds to do it, it yeah. it's, it's lucrative. Someone's paying. Someone's buying it. No Somebody's one's, buying. No it. one's putting a gun to, to their head. Well, that's ho- true. Ho- ho- hopefully not. Exactly. But. Hopefully not. <laughs> so, yeah. so that actually goes into one of my other points that I had for what I've done the last two weeks. Uh-huh. Amiibo madness. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, Fucking. Everyone's amiibo. talking about it. Yeah. It's it's definitely a hot topic right now. Yeah. So I have the entire first and second wave of amiibos. Um, the first wave, I pre-ordered the ones I wanted. Like, cause my plan at first, I was like, I'm just gonna get a fucking, like, Mario and yeah. Link and the cool ones to display. The staples. Yeah. Cause it's like little cheap $13 fucking Nintendo yeah. figures. That's awesome. And they look really good. They look yeah. awesome. The paint's great. They should for that price. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. the first day they came out, and I had for 2000, happened, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 15. For 2015. But like, the first day they came out, wave one. I went to Meyer, which is, you know, grocery store over yeah. in Indiana. We're in, yep. we're in Indiana yep. for those people that are listening from different side of the country. Yeah. Um, and I go to Meyer and they have all of them there. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I bought the ones that I didn't have. <laughs> and then the amiibo madness hits and all of a sudden Marth, the villager, the wee fit Weep fucking trainer, trainer yeah. are rare as shit. And I'm like, well, they had two of each at this place. Yeah. So I, I bought one of each and so I had a whole complete fucking space. Like wave one, yeah. Wave two comes out. I pre-ordered them all, and Uh, Best Buy did some crazy shit where they were canceling pre-orders. Really, and so I pre-ordered a couple at a different spot after my stuff was supposedly canceled. Um, Distribution problems or something. Pit from Kid Icarus and Captain Falcon ended up being rare out of that wave. Hmm. I tried to find another Captain Falcon. I traded. Duke Nukem 64 and Duke Nukem Zero Hour for it, which I think they're about 30 bucks now. I paid a dollar a piece. That's wow. two bucks. 30 yeah. bucks now, really? Yeah, there were 30 bucks. Jeez. Loose. 64 is, is quiet. I was stumbling over that stuff years Hell ago. Hell yeah. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so you had like a whole, almost a whole set. I used to go to disc replay and buy them in like grocery bags, $30, Hell yeah. and I'd have like 60 games for 30 bucks. And that's the same now. thing that I'll do with you. That was, yeah, like, that was like five or six years ago at least. And, and that's what's funny because they used to talk about. There was this other guy beside me that would go to disc replay, yeah. and now I found you. <laughs> we found you. <laughs> I'm the one cleaning them out back in the day when I had the funds. Hell yeah. Man. Hell yeah. But you really got to follow these games like the stock market because it's like, okay, which platform? Like NES started getting expensive. Then I'm like, all right, if this starting to get expensive, I'm going to stock up on Super Nintendo. And Super Nintendo starts getting expensive, then N64 is still cheap. Yeah. And you just got to be ahead of and the game curve. Cube and GameCube starting to pick up. Well, GameCube is already there. obscure. Yeah, GameCube. And I've even noticed Wii starting to pick up original Wii games uh-huh. for certain uh, certain titles I was looking Absolutely. for. It's it's ridiculous. Like after, it's like after a few years, people want it back if they so, sold yeah. it or whatever. So, but like the irony was, is I traded those two games for, but I spent two bucks for for a Captain Falcon, and then my pre-order came in. <laughs> so then I had two Captain Falcons, nice. and then I was like, "Well, fuck, I can't get Pit." And then Pit came in. Oh, cool! And so I think they fucked up in Best Buy and they it refunded like... people. And still sent the shit out. Yeah, it oh, sounds I still like got it. my stuff. Well, that's Sweet. win-win for you. So, yeah, so I have all of Wave 1 and Wave 2. Now, Wave 3, I pre-ordered everything. There was four fucking exclusive figures. Really? Which ones so, are So, at GameStop, there is Shulk from Xenoblade. 
Okay. Nice. Um, yeah, which <laughs> was cool. Badass. I'm just so, waiting for Mega Man. When the hell is he coming he's out? out? This is Wave 3. Okay. So, mm. yeah, Shulk, from that's from that one. Best Buy yeah. has Meta Knight, which just came out Friday. Meta Knight. Meta Knight. <laughs> <laughs> like classic drunken. Um, but, yeah, that one has from Best Buy. Toys R Us had Lucario, which is a Pokemon. Okay, Meh. that's cool, yeah. Yeah. And then Target is fucking Rosalina. Oh, wow. Very so, popular one, I bet. If you yeah. follow Facebook at all, you see people lining up. Yesterday, I saw pictures of people at midnight lining up for Meta Knight. <laughs> Ten hour wait. Jeez. And then Whoa. they all waited, Jeez. and they only got one at the Best Buy, <laughs> and nobody could get them except for the first person in line. Oh, That's amazing. Now, now, this happened again to me. I pre-ordered at Best Buy. They canceled it. I got it in the mail yesterday. What the hell? Apparently you got That's... pre-ordered at Best Buy. That's what I'm getting out of this whole conversation. Dude, this so, is great. But, but I pre-ordered that. We figured something out here. Rosalina, we had a actual blizzard in where I'm at in Indiana. We had a blizzard. Yeah. So I went over that day. I have a truck. Yeah. And I walked in five minutes after Target was open. Uh-huh. And they let me buy one. Nice. So I got a Rosalina. Um, I oh. pre-ordered two Shulks. I did one in-store and one in the mail. Uh, so I got two of those, um, and then and the thing is, I'm not reselling them. I let my daughter play with them. Yeah. <laughs> and then what was the other one? Lucario. I pre-ordered. My wife went there to get one, and she like is waiting in her car in the cold. It's negative <laughs> six fucking degrees outside. Wow. She sees people lining up, and my other buddy there, Mario JD, yeah. was out there waiting, <laughs> and she sees him. He's oh, like baby. sitting there trying to flag her down. She's uh-huh. typical woman on her. On her iPhone, yeah. not paying attention, and so she gets in line. She's seventh in line. They have six. Ooh! And she's like, "Well, I didn't realize it was going to be rare." That's what she told me. That's... I'm like, "Question number one: Why were you going there when the store opened if you didn't think it was rare? You were yeah. just on your iPhone. Don't lie. <laughs> hey, come on, I think now. you found the truth here. Yeah, truth martini. It's been revealed. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like hilarious. Like the amiibo madness is insane. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, that's the thing, though. So now, there's still... Wave 3 is coming, like, parts. You okay. have the first couple that came out, which was, like, Toon Link, Shulk. Um, there's a couple other ones. Now, the final part of Wave 3 is Mega Man, okay, Sonic, nice. Ike, which Ike. is... Ike is from, like, Fire Emblem. Okay. Yeah, and King... He's actually a good character in Smash Brothers. Yeah. So those four are now coming out. I pre-ordered them all in store at GameStop. The irony is, is, which is to my next point, mm-hmm. um, I'm moving that on fucking Monday. Oof. You have to pick them up in store. Luckily, um, me my, and Kyle will pick them up for you and maybe get Mich- them to you. In Mishawaka, though. <laughs> oh. Hour and a half drive for you. <laughs> but the thing is, is the, the store uh, manager said he'd ship them to me, which was really cool on this part. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Wow. So, Mebo Madness is Kudos fucking there. nuts. Yeah. But, like, that has to be mentioned, and that would be a good part for you to, like, Put up on freaking YouTube because like people are nuts about amiibos right now, man. Yeah, there a lot of other um, game channel people on YouTube like me. They're all capping. They're all like um, making these channels of like hunting for them, and they're walking through the store and videotaping. People seem to be viewing that, but exactly. Well, the thing is though, is that I've put forth virtually no effort, Mm -hmm. and I have a complete collection. So fucking weird. Just got everybody doing it. Yeah, I don't even need to. Okay, here's me going here's on the online. my order I think fucking app. The key is you, went, yeah. you did it before it, like, it really got cool. exploded. Yeah. Which is what we've always done. Which is a classic. We yeah. always get into shit before it blows up, yeah, and we get it for cheap. Like vinyl and, you know, old NES games. I mean, yeah. it's just all, all of a sudden, 
Now, there's this thing about it. How I see Amiibos going is the way of collecting is that you get a bunch of people that are going to get demotivated. One of my buddies already sold his fucking Amiibo collection. So they're going to get demotivated and sell their shit. Because, and I I think it's going to happen probably after Wave 4. Wave 4 is coming out, there's only six. That's small. But like after that, the next wave will come out. And then the next, and then the next. And people are, are going to collect them all. So they, they came out with the Super Mario Brothers. There's six of them. Five of them are already out. And they're redoing it in a different figure. Oh, that's right. And then yeah. Toad. I pre-ordered yeah. Toad. I didn't pre-order the other five. I'm like, and eh, do I want to get doubles? I might go get a Princess Peach for, for my daughter. Like, Yeah, you know, she'll, she, she'll definitely want one. <laughs> she already <laughs> opened Princess Peach on her own. And the thing is, they're meant to be played with. Yeah. I don't give a shit if they're all fucking sealed. Like, no. I'm a collector, but I'm a gamer. Mm-hmm. Want to enjoy your collection? Yeah, and my, my daughter is going to play with them. Cool, because, you know, she's going to have better memories for that, and then oh, she's definitely. going to have a nostalgia for it. There you go. Go ahead. That's what I said. She opened our Rosalina. Oh, big deal. Like, oh, Rosalina's open. open. Up, don't open up your stadium events. <laughs> yeah, she's, she already has my SC open all day. <laughs> but, yeah, so the Amiibo thing, though, that's that's real. Um, Then, of course, I said I'm moving, right? So yeah. think about this. What are your thoughts on moving... Your video game collection. Oh, nightmare. We're sitting in the retro museum right now. Nightmare. Video games surrounding us. Yeah. Nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> so, I have a couple hints for moving the video game collection. Oh, here we go. This is my third move. Do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Do it yourself sounds like a great thing, but when we have 16,000 pounds of stuff going across the country, <laughs> and I'm active duty army, and yeah. they're going to move my stuff for free. <laughs> so, so what you got to do first of all is find your high value items. And I don't mean a game that's worth thousands of dollars. I mean something that if it's broken, you can't replace, you can't replace it, yeah. no matter the monetary value. So I grabbed my Nintendo Sharp television. So that thing breaks, I'm not going to be able to replace that easily. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, not easily. Uh, my my Vetrix. <laughs> Never, Because yeah. the Vetrix has a lot of mechanical parts. Yeah. Now, the irony is I can't move my freaking Nintendo Red 10 Arcade. That thing weighs hundreds of pounds. I'm like, I'll have them move it. Oh, yeah, okay. But I took out the the Red 10, I took out the Versus board and the Play Choice 10 board, and I put them inside the the case that I used to move around my Xbox in. That's a good idea. The the line case. I bubble wrapped each one up, and so all my Play Choice 10 games... I mean, I have more money probably into the games than I do the actual system, because I got the arcade from a great deal from a Nintendo Age member. Wow. Like 500 bucks. And just those boards are like ridiculous. And how much they're worth. And then oh my God. What you paid for them is way less than what they're really. Because, oh, again, I got into it right yeah. before it exploded. That's the other I started thing. collecting the Play Choice 10 the play metal deals, marquees. The toppers. The toppers. Yeah, those are awesome. And I got. I was getting them for like 10, 20 bucks a piece. And they are hard oh. to find now, They're man. like 100 bucks a piece now. They are now. tough wow. to find. Like, holy shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I still want a few more, but it's like, they're so expensive right now. And they, they look really cool because it's not like. The front of the game is a different. It's a different artwork. Like the and Contra, some, and sometimes it's like a promo, amazing. Like new game Contra. Yeah, and, and that Double Dragon one's like huge. There's so yeah. big, like yeah. And the thing was, is I had a cool display in my other house. I got to figure out how I'm going to do it in the new place. Yeah. So that's the first thing, though, mm-hmm. is is do that. You get aside your high value items. The next step is to take anything that you don't want them fucking handling and prepacking it. So I took any older stuff. So, say, like, even looking around Retro Zeum, you take, like, a really old, like, the the statue. Like, Kyle has the Lynx statue where he's shooting the freaking, was it Gibdo? <laughs> shooting the bat. Oh, um, Keese? The Keese. Yeah. Not the Gibdo, the Keese. Yeah. So he's shooting the Keese, but, like, that's an old statue. Wouldn't be able to replace that. So I packed that stuff into a tote that they're gonna move, 
but I packed it. So you want to pre-pack anything you don't want them handling. So I would recommend any boxes that you don't have in box protectors. Most of mine are in box. I Which they all, all should be, everybody. Yeah, if you have... they're so cheap now, you might If you, you don't have well. them, vgboxprotectors.com? Yeah, that's it. Um, that. I don't, it's not something, but... Yeah, but if you Google VG box protectors, it's custom fit boxes for any single cardboard box that you have, and some other stuff. Yeah, and but, like, um But basically, I put my whole Nintendo collection... That's the way to do it. In box protectors. That way, number one, if you have a box that has some flaws on it, it's in a nice case. It looks nice. It looks just cool, even if it's bad um, outside of the box. Absolutely. It's, like, interesting. It's the same with, like, VHSs, too. Yes. So, like, you started doing the VHS ones, and yeah. I was very interested to see how the VHS box protectors look. It looks great. It does, yeah. And, and it helps protect there. from dust. It helps protect from everything. It, it Really, what it does is it protects the longevity of the cardboard. Cardboard fades over over a lifetime. It does everything. It's not going to protect fading, but it'll protect wear and tear, just the atmosphere, the moisture. And for a move, it's essential because when you start packing stuff together, you're going to have some pressure on it. And, and you it can stack it box. better because it's inside this, you know, Absolutely. Deal. So it's a better peace of mind. Yeah. So that's the next thing is make sure that everything's pre-packed and protected properly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, now I didn't, pr- like, pack my entire collection because I don't have that many toes. I could have bought a million totes, but it's like, they get paid to pack my stuff. So anything that was like normal, like even NES carts, they packed those. Got anything it. that was super rare, though, was packed, pre-packed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the second thing. The third thing is pictures of everything. Oh, yeah. I took pictures of everything. That's a big thing. <laughs> now, I've heard horror stories of military moves. Crazy shit. Yeah. But um, I haven't had any yet. <laughs> I imagine. But I just got a crazy-ass wrench thrown in my plan this week. So they came. Oh, the house. Thing. They moved all my stuff. It's not even the move of the house. They came and they moved all their stuff. All right, they packed it all up. Uh-huh. They did a decent job. Now they now they took some movers like um, the mattress stuff. It's like cloth, almost like sheets, oh. and it goes with the driver. Now they got there yesterday. I'm not going to be there till Wednesday. They're going to move my stuff in Thursday. Mm-hmm. There's a whole week there. They have to unload the truck. All those movers pads have to get. Taken off, so they have to unwrap my red tent, what? rewrap it, oh, right. and put it into temporary oh, storage. No, you were telling me, I was like, that's, for four that's fucking up. days, and then because he has to take that and use it for like another job. Yeah, because he has that, to use it for the next. That's job. that's so weird. Too, so it's like I'm pretty much packing stuff to because now they're gonna handle it a second time. So it's like shit. It's like yeah. when like some when I get my stuff, I got to be very analytical when I look at it, because if there's anything wrong, I have to make claims. Anything I didn't take a picture of... You're SOL. I'm SOL. So I took pictures of... I took pictures of all the serial numbers, even like my red tent. It's a Nintendo versus red tent. If anybody doesn't know what it is, it's a Nintendo versus cabinet. It has Nintendo games that have arcade version qualities, so it's like Super Mario Brothers, but a little harder. Versus Mario Brothers. Um, I have Versus Gradius on one side. The other side is yeah. a is a n- official Nintendo installed Play Choice Ten on the one side of the Versus cast. It bad. has its own freaking um, serial number on it, so it's Nintendo stamped. Wow! So the Play Choice side has that as well. So if any of that breaks, I have all old stock in it. So I have to replace it with old parts. They don't exist. I've been mm-hmm. looking for n- old Nintendo buttons just in case my shit breaks. Yeah. and there hasn't been anything. Wow. I find stuff on, on eBay. I bought, like, old stock yellow buttons, and they're not old stock. They're, like, yeah, bullshit yeah. new stuff. And I tell them, hey, dude, this isn't old stock. Like, oh, no, it is. I'm like, it doesn't even fit in the Nintendo slot. <laughs> like, the button's too big. 
Yeah, it's yeah. not fucking old. It's a special dude. size. Like, <laughs> like it's yeah. they're like specific. almost ceramic. That's in the other quality, thing. man. It's it's insane. That's what makes it. You almost <laughs> just playing it. You're like, I really hope mm-hmm. it doesn't take a shit right now. So I actually, before they wrapped it, I took the the actual um, control bo- control panels because there's two control sides on each side of the red tent. And I pre-wrapped them in bubble wrap and then the put tape in between to hold the pieces in there. Mm-hmm. But once they rip off the shit that they've done, who knows what it's going to look like, man. So if I get it back and buttons are broken, I'm going to start climbing shit, but they could tell me I'm shit out of luck. Yeah. Same thing with, like, our Ultra HD TV. They put the fucker on the side. <laughs> both of them. Both of our HD TVs wow. that we have. Um, the best, Damn. my wife almost shit herself. Oh. We're watching them move our... We have the old school console record player, a big one. I think it just needs a new needle too. We we replaced the needle in it already. Oh, it's still it weird. worked fine. Oh, okay. It worked great. Now here's the thing though: they wrapped it up, uh-huh. Saran wrapped it, all that shit, put it on its side oh. to move it, oh, fuck. and then flipped it upside down what? and moved it out the fucking house. My wife's like, Holy I just shit. look at her face. She's like, Oh my god! Like her jaw drops. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> so like, dude. Like, moving the collection, like, anybody should be on fucking pins and needles. The first time I yeah. did it, I pre-packed everything. I was fucking nervous. But I we would went, be, man. I'd be freaking out. Yeah, we went destination to destination. This whole midpoint fucking second move is where I'm freaking the fuck out. So I might have an update in a couple weeks, huh? Oh, <laughs> oh my God, dude. And, 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 like, this took years, because, but I just lived, my parents, I used to live just down the street. Yeah. So that's, I would just, you know, fill up my car and go... And that, that, you know, it, it took a while, but at least it was on my terms. Yes. So I can, I can totally relate with, like, the paranoia of just... Absolutely. Because you know these people don't really give a shit other than they're doing their job. Oh, yeah. They, they, they can't relate because, you know... Yeah. They didn't go stuff. through all the, the hell to, like, yeah. get all that. The turmoil. <laughs> oh, shit. And it's like, oh, no. Well, <sighs> the Packers that we had were, um, were females, like... They had kids themselves. So it wasn't like a collector packing. I would have been really worried if it was some collector dude. Yeah. Now, most of the stuff is like marked ambiguously. So it's not marked like video games. One of the couple of the boxes say like Neo Geo and a serial number though. So if there's any collector that's unpacking and repacking, box fucking goes missing, mm-hmm. what am I gonna do? Yeah. I have everything documented on the receipt though. No. Yeah. So a box is fucking missing. Oh, this number's missing. Then I go, all right, what's in that box? And it just, it, they only wrote Neo Geo shit. Like, I don't know exactly what's in each box. I didn't Ooh. take a picture of the insides of each box. We have, I think, 500, 600 fucking boxes. Wow. I mean, there, there's it's nothing. Impossible. That's wow. how they get you. Yeah. There's, there's, there's nothing like being out in the wild and hunting, but then there's really nothing like losing that memory. <laughs> oh, my God. And just thinking, like, for no reason almost. Absolutely. Yeah, well, that's another reason why we're doing them now. The podcast is all these memories will now be in the archives of there the internet go. forever. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, a little bit on the podcast though is like last time we recorded, we were kind of just doing a off the cuff thing, and we afterward brainstormed the, the name. <laughs> yeah. And then we went on and created the the actual podcast. So we're actually on Apple now, and people can download, listen to this shit in their car or they're driving to work or whatever they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kevin's going to go and keep putting it up on YouTube. Yep. Um, I recommend splintering it off into piece by piece so you can have like a us bullshitting about the podcast podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I think it, it, it's going to work really well. It'll be easy. It'll be something easy for you to throw up and have a lot of videos for your channel, yeah, which will help different topics and shit. Yeah. And basically we just, I mean, our goal with this podcast is just bullshit. 
about video games or talk about bullshit in video games. Yeah. We always have the conversations and think, man, we should have just re- recorded this. I mean, this is Absolutely. great stuff, you know. So, um, so the, that was a little bit about what I did in two weeks. Now you can see how long-winded we can get, which is great. Yeah. So, Kyle, what have you been up to? First of all, Kyle, what you been drinking? <laughs> what are you drinking today? Some, just some uh, Coors Light. Clinky. <laughs> but yeah, drinking a little Coors Light. Not, nothing too special, but it's always my staple. You can always count it's, on Kyle having some kind of brew in the hand. PBR and Coors Light, you know? Paps, though. Yeah. Yeah, PBR. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so now since, I think, licensed cart-wise for the NES, I got Peak. Oh, Funstones 2. still need to get that, and the stadium events, and then, you know, like, world championship stuff. But that's not really, you know, in the licensed, like, it was at a store sold. So, yeah, the only two sold at a store is Peak and Stadium Events. Mm-hmm. And I know I got you for Christmas the, the April Fool's, the April Fool's one, Stadium yeah. Events, which that's going for a couple hundred bucks now. Yeah, that's, that's just insane. crazy. But he has that one. So that's kind of close since he I already has track version. You got the that's that's crazy. The pal version that's fucking good. Yeah, I would I would be satisfied with because it works on the top. It works on the top loader. Absolutely enough, you know. Absolutely, that's That's my take. Now, Nintendo Waste person is probably like, nope, (laughs) nope. You gotta have the real one. Hey, everybody's got their own rules for their own collection. It's good enough for me. Now, what we've always (laughs) been though—that's another thing that we can talk about forever. Exactly. What standards you guys got? Yeah. Well, our standards though is, I don't need everything fucking right now. Uh-huh. So you know what? If we come across an SE for a hundred bucks, yeah, yeah, done. I only want to pay a quarter for it. That's what it was at Funko Land back in the day. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I realize is you you get something, and all these people have this this idea. It's gonna like solve, change every- the world. Yeah, and it's it's not. I'm done collecting. Uh, no. Yeah, it's because because what happened to us, Kyle, recently? There you go. Do 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 boxes. <laughs> and, and that's exactly where I was going. So yeah. So once you only have those few games left, and you're kind of like, well, I'm not going to spend seven hundred dollars for this. Like hell no. Why? What did you use seven hundred dollars for? Yeah. You can start hunting more shit. Yeah. <laughs> so instead, what I would spend seven hundred dollars on, you know, over the long term, because I'm pretty cheap and. Jeff is too. As when we go out, oh, yeah. you got to be cheap though, because that's how you get those deals. And if you walk away, a lot of times they're chasing you and begging that you just start right, fine, you know. We, we tried. <laughs> we, we tried it, recording yeah. our hunting. We tried recording our hunting before, and I had a Sony bloggy, like the little fucking bloggy thing, mm-hmm. oh, and wow. all the video from it is so choppy you can't even make it out. Because otherwise, oh. it would have been up on YouTube. It's fucking hilarious. I have like my little daughter with me, and we're carrying her, and oh, we're like cool. we're sitting down like hunting <laughs> games in Indianapolis, Indiana. It was badass. Raising her right. And it's great. I might record just the audio just to see what it fucking sounds uh-huh. like. That might be cool. Yeah. Like but, like, but yeah, like we, we tried doing our shit because we, we are frugal bastards. Yeah. <laughs> and really, so I was thinking, well, let's go for manuals and let's go for, for boxes now for the NES. Um, more, you know, than, and than at I had our before. Pace. Yeah. So, you know, I would just go on eBay and... And we definitely are going to address that during our the actual... Meat and potatoes of the podcast. Yeah, yep. there's some there's some people out there that think that things have changed. Yeah, shit like shit ain't changed. What I would recommend online on eBay or something like that, I would go on there and just put like the advanced search and just go up to like a dollar free shipping. Just put <laughs> instruction manual NES or maybe just instructions or um, you know something like that. So that's so that it picks up as many as it you know possibly can, and then. Just find all the all the ones that are super duper cheap. Grab what them up, want. and uh, just 
just keep going with that because now they have the little holders for the instruction manual. Yep, the yep. little sleeves. Hell yeah! So you can put it in there. It looks super nice. I got mine in a like the the leather Nintendo cases that hold uh, games. It holds like eight games. I have all my manuals in there lined up. It looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so you open it up and it's like a little treat. And it it does look cool. I mean, you could even put it in a frame if you want. Oh you hell could, yeah! Like, you know. Get a whole like those Game Boy ones. I just threw those in a frame because they were just you sitting got a around. Couple Game Boy ones, and now it's a cool art piece. Mm-hmm. There's like some Atari ones there. Yep. The space games. Just, why not? You know. So um, that's and kind of that's the thing you got. You got the little artistic quality where everything Kyle has set up in his place has like a style to it. Like he has like the little like Legend of Zelda Power Nintendo Power with like a little white mate finish around it. It looks awesome. Yeah, this it's is just cool here too. Like the manuals over there. Yeah, yeah and he just... has like he has a couple manual collages inside, and you just throw four manuals in a freaking frame with like a little bit of artwork, and it looks awesome. Yeah, and it just adds to his own personal fucking collection like love of it yeah exactly and like everything everything is set up to your own madness though kevin's stuff is like hidden behind a sheet and so it avoids like because he's he's paranoid like about dust, dust. <laughs> paranoid about dust and that dog but, too though yeah oh yeah and you got a shedding dog you got shedding he dog. just runs he's like a a runaway freight train like <laughs> and he, i just see him like <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, link's got a lot of energy he's got oh, a lot yeah, of energy and his name is link oh yeah and his name is link <laughs> that's why he's okay around video games that's exactly. awesome dog though i love that yeah, love that little guy. I, mean, I, I started guy. displaying like shrines like i have my legend of zelda with all of the legend of zelda stuff mm-hmm. yeah the shrines that's like another thing and then you can work on those small things like when we found that thing for like 2 or 3 bucks free shipping the Master oh, Sword, like, yeah, just those little things. Like, bam, there's a shrine piece. Yeah. And and that's why, like, you were talking about the eBay thing. It has to be noted, and we're kind of getting off topic off of your two oh, yeah. weeks. We're starting to go to the channel. <laughs> kind of fucking veering right into the podcast. But you got to search eBay. It's Our thing is we're patient. So if I go on there and I want to bid $3 on a box, or five, five bucks max Low on an NES box. Low ball of. Yeah. I bid on fucking 20 and I win one. There's a new NES box. Mm-hmm. I got yep. one. I don't need all 20. Yeah. But the next time, I bid on another 20, and I might win one. And we slowly, by slowly doing that, our shit's ridiculously huge now. And it's not, we, you got to keep your your focus wide. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Because <laughs> then you'll find something if you're there. In, I got to get the Majora's Mask 3DS XL. You're going to spend 400 bucks because you're obsessing over it. Yeah. But if you say, I want to get anything Zelda, I want to get anything like Nintendo. Whatever comes. Anything Nintendo at all. Way that, I <laughs> that I like. That's yeah. affordable. Exactly. And we don't just like video games. I mean, we're looking right here at this middle fucking table, <laughs> and there's a damn crazy ass G.I. Joe Lego freaking insanity. Like, it's just everything that's retro, cool, 80s from when we were growing up. Yeah, and all the childhood stuff that, that just memories spark something, you know? That's this whole retro room. It's kind of like my tribute to the 80s and the 90s, too. Yeah. Because those were the, I mean, maybe since I grew up in that those two decades, I'm partial to that, but I, I still oh, feel that, that it's just the best time. Well, everybody says, but that's air, the thing. Like, air is the buzz. That's why <laughs> it's now, what we remember. Now yeah. I get like what my grandpa was saying. Hell yeah! You know, now I'm like my grandpa, the good old days. kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> now it all makes sense. But um, what's kind of my homage to what's that. great with us is I feel like we've started a lot earlier than our parents or our grandparents did. So we're gonna enjoy the good old days a lot, yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> which is great to we, me. We already feel like that. And so. and the best thing and why we always go back to video games. I feel 
is because it's interactive media. Yeah. It's not only am I collecting a bottle cap that I can put on the wall. I'm yeah. collecting a Nintendo cartridge that I can put on the wall. There's great artwork to it. There's boxed artwork, manual artwork, cartridge that sometimes has different artwork. And on top of it, you can put it in the system and play it, and, and there's, then a, there's a whole nother world. There's a yeah. world. That's exactly what I was going to say. You got the you got the gameplay experience. You got the music. You got like when I write a video game review, there's so many aspects, and it makes the writing the reviews for me fun. Mm-hmm. Like I threw up a review for something. Um, I'm I'm working on the Night and Grail one that I completed on the Commodore recently, and I'm like going over. It, I'm like, man, this is awesome. And it takes me back to playing the game. Yeah. Definitely. So even writing it to me is another experience on top of playing it. And then people who make like the art for the game, then it's it's like their interpretation yes. of what those graphics like the like the link to when, the past poster like that when we you mentioned. Close your eyes, We're like, looking at it, and it's that's like your world. The Master Sword in the fucking pedestal. And we remember when we cleared the frickin' forest and pulled that the first time in the game, and then you see the artist, artist interpretation. So, so epic, and like, that, it just makes your imagination run crazy, and that's why being able to put that in the art, too, just adds to the awesomeness of everything. Like, the amiibos, you know, it's, it's a figure, but yes. it's also another, it's Peace. like a thing that works with the game. And and I think why people go crazy for Nintendo instead of like Sony or Microsoft, if they did an amiibo thing, people wouldn't give a shit about it. Yeah. It's because there's so many games now, because it's been since the eighties, mm-hmm. how many different Mario games have there been? Or Zelda games that everybody from every generation has experienced. We were talking about Orcrean at time, that was sixty four. We played it on the NES in the eighties, like yes. and then Super Nintendo linked to the past and then sixty four and then Later on the newer systems, like it's insane. Bottom line is Nintendo just has the best franchises, and that's what keeps them alive: is investing in their own franchises. And in my opinion, if they yep. were smart, I don't know why they don't like buy Capcom and then make those great characters like Mega Man, Take Street that. Fighter, and keep those. It's like making it timeless. You know, like uh, Lucas Arts said, "Here, Disney, make it timeless," because you know Disney ain't going nowhere. Nintendo needs to be like Disney and start buying those other companies. Konami those, too. And like, Konami would oh, be an awesome one dude, too. Dude, think about Simon like, Belmont. Being the yeah. new Super Smash Brothers, there you go. Bill Riser running around. I mean, if a, if a problem comes around, you must whip it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Shigeru Miyamoto is really uh, Walt Dog. Disney in the video game world, in my opinion. Absolutely. So yes, we got off on um, a tangent, Kyle, with collecting. But so what yeah. have you been playing for the last two weeks? Have you played Uh-oh. any video games? So, um, oh yeah. So, <laughs> oh yeah. So, um, other than Vice City, because I, I well, just wanted nobody to get, knows that you've been yeah. playing Vice City. Other than Vice City, um, you've been you will you hundred percent of Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Which I'll, is, I'll go in that sec. That's but, not um, an easy feat. Yeah, the um, old school games, ah. the real old school games that I'm playing. Um, uh, I'm Guardian Legend. I'm Hell still. Yeah. I've kind of taken a little break, and uh, Battle of Olympus there too, because you can save those. And I, I would recommend with games with the long passwords, take a just take a shot with the camera now. Everyone has a camera <laughs> on your phone. Just, oh, absolutely. Dude, don't write it down. <laughs> I As can a kid, remember? You, Kyle, like, I can yeah. imagine you kind of like losing shit everywhere. Like, oh god. Yeah, the, and the, char- <laughs> the characters like lowercase, uppercase, sidecase. You know. Yeah. Left now you case, can just right case, match like whatever. Do a picture. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> match the picture to a picture now. Yeah, so um, that's one thing. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm side scroller wise, um, Panic Restaurant and Rockin' Cats are two that I'm gonna nice. So we can cool because um, we we we've all been doing Panic some Restaurant's kind of rare, ain't it? Super rare. Yeah, I got that one. It's kind of rare. I remember. It's worth like. Three, in, three or four hundred dollars. Cost me like nine dollars back in 04. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, gonna be rare now. Three or four hundred bucks, I think. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's actually a top tier. Really? 
Really? Um, yeah. Next next to, like, uh, I'd say Bonk, uh, Bubble Bobble 2, yeah. Little Samson. Yeah, I got all those but Little Samson. Still looking for that sucker. Um, I don't want to pay the price that everybody wants for it yet. <laughs> I, I only have a copy of Lickle, which is the Japanese one, but now that's spiked okay. in price. Dude, that's over. Yeah. That's like 120 or 250 <laughs> yes. now. I think I got it for 40 At least. I think I got it wow. for 40 Wow. That's that's about what I like with Bonk Not on like Famicom. I paid twenty bucks. Yeah, it, now that one hasn't fun. gone up too much, but it's I think it's up forty or sixty. Um, Version I got's like super bootleg Bonk. It's hilarious. <laughs> what's what's crazy is though, like um, a game like Over Horizon, like a really rare Famicom game. Uh-huh. Once there there might be one for like seventy or eighty bucks, and then once um, and then maybe some, you know, like. No one's willing to pay like 150, yeah. 200 bucks. But once that $80 one, someone buys that one off. Then the only thing that's left is. Then, then it booms. Yep. And that's why it gets to like what, you know, Craziness. like the little Samsons and stuff. Yeah. That's what makes things truly rare and not just in demand rare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what people are, are like, man, it's, it's impossible to collect because you can't find anything. It's because it's in demand rare. Yeah. Earth, Earthbound has never been a rare game. Contra is not a fucking rare game. It's just in demand rare. Yeah. People want to buy it for nostalgia purposes or to play it or because it's awesome or however, yeah. like they want it. But they're gonna, they're willing to pay the money for it. Mm-hmm. Whereas That's there's the millions of them out there. Everybody had fucking Contra growing up. Yeah. You know? Like, it's not like it's a rare game. Whereas Panic Restaurant Box Adventure came out near the end of the NES life cycle. There aren't as many of those out there, and they're a good game. That's the problem. Samson, great fucking game. Yeah, that's a cool game. Low production. That's when they started, like, Super Mario 3 ushered in these high-powered side-scrollers. And then yep. you got your sick ones, like fucking um, <laughs> Flintstones 2 that you don't oh, have. Oh, God. Kyle doesn't have because they released that at some rental stores. The only reason why some of them got sold in the box yep. was because I think it went to some mom-and-pop rental stores Probably. that sold them, yeah. too. Because yep. if you look in the Nintendo Power, there's an ad that's, like, coming soon, but obviously... Nintendo Power had some... They had a lot of shit crazy. that was never even there were come at all. a lot of all. games that were like Blockbuster exclusives. Even N64, I got some. I remember they said Blockbuster exclusive. I think it was like Indiana Jones or something. Yeah, yeah so they sort of had the box games. with that, too, because, you know, every, they, just threw, box, they just, just threw it away, you know. Unfortunately. I mean, that's just what makes it like, holy shit, like, Fuck yeah. someone saved that box, you know, that's like 1% of what happened, <laughs> you know. Just yeah. so happened that, oh, it was in the back of some drawer and here. Yeah, and then, like, some of the blockbusters, for example, with like, was it the sculptor's cut for Nintendo 64 for Clay Fighter? Some of the blockbusters, because that was an exclusive, they um, put it in the back and actually kept the boxes other places, fucking mm. shredded them, other yeah. cut them up and put them in a fucking gaze. Like, That's a classic. Yeah, yeah. And, and you have that, so like the people that have a truly mint copy, it's Boom. insane. Yeah, and Some um, of the blockbusters probably didn't open them, that's where the sealed ones come from. I don't know why you wouldn't open a game to rent it, but it happens. Yeah. Shit happens. Something happens. It just never makes it fucking some craziness. But um, I, with the Rockin' Cats, like, I just love, like, a, oh. plat- a platformer with, like, a gimmick that's, that's just tight. Like, um, it's almost like Bionic Commando, how he, the, he has the whole gimmick, and people are like, why why can't he jump? But that's the beauty of it. I was thinking while you were saying playing retro games, I was like, well, I, I, I've been moving. I don't think I played any, but I forgot. I beat um, Snow Brothers. Oh, yeah. On, on Wednesday. JD. Wow. Yeah. We, we, uh, on Wednesdays in my area, we get together, we play retro games. Oh, that's cool. Um, <laughs> as people get busy, 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 they stop showing up. Yeah. And last week was two of us. It was <laughs> working, but we, we ended up playing. We started playing... Um, Ninja Crusaders. 
Nice, awesome. And get our asses destroyed. We're like, oh, hey, we're done. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. The little animal thing's cool. You turn into like oh, little scorpion. scorpion. It's really cool, murdered. but it like freezes the screen for like 10 minutes. Like Simon's well, Quest 2. And, and it's the, the screen <laughs> advance in the game. Yeah. So when you play it, the screen, if, if I stay back and he goes forward, the screen stops and he fucking falls to his death. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. instant like Ninja Gaiden respawn yeah. on enemies. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, there's easy. some craziness. We, we've actually beaten it. But then we were like, eh, something happened to where we came to an impasse. Let's play Snow Brothers. He's never really played it. We ended up beating it, which oh, wow. is pretty crazy. Now, is there um, like a hundred flat levels, or like, is there how many levels are there? I think it comes in tens, and there's five or six bosses, so fifty or sixty. Levels. All right. Um, I'd never, I didn't even die in any of the levels. The boss levels, they freaking can spam your ass to death. It was tough. Yeah, because they like appear crazy shit. Happen. And they're big sprites. They're huge. That's sprites, the classic so you like bubble bobble thing. You don't have a lot of maneuverability. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bubble bobble two need to be fucking co-op by the way. What the hell? Goddamn. What the hell? That's a podcast for itself. That was the dumbest games that idea. Are, like games that are single player that need to be fucking multiplayer. A bubble bobble. That's game. number one. God. Because. That whole game is built on a two-player, like, because they start each side the of the level, game, and you, you go to the middle. you can't beat it, truly, unless two, peop- two people beat it. Yep. Because you, you have to ending. use the... You get a ma- no, you get a bad ending. No, level 99. Oh, you yeah. Need, you need the second guy to get a piece, and you get a piece to open the magical door or something. And like. that's why I never got the good ending when I was a kid. Because you have to have two people. I never knew that. Okay. I, I did that when I was, um, when I got back from Iraq, we were playing it in Germany. And two of us fucking played it and beat it drunk as shit. And there's, we beat it, and we're like, holy shit, there's a real ending! There's like, another level, though, that it's like, there's a platform way up here, uh-huh. at the yeah, top of the, the screen, classic. and there's little guys here, but... The lightning guy shooting down at you? Yeah, and there's a full... There's just nothing. You gotta, it's like, you, you have to use the, the bubbles. In the you, center. If you, But if you time it on the left or the right, no. I've been able to get up there. It's hard, but if you have two players, it's easier, because you can oh, do more bubbles. Oh, shoot bubbles, and yeah. you can jump yeah. on them. So that's the other level where it's like, it, it'll take, like, probably few minutes. Oh, it does. Five yeah. or ten minutes. You don't have to do the whole game, no Unless doubt. you're awesome. If you go to the last level, though, you have to beat the end boss with both people. Wow. And you have to have these... To, where are the pieces? Like, are they just random spots? The two pieces that each player needs to get? Or, well, no, I, the, the two pieces I've are like it, lightning bolts. We've beaten it with two players when we were a kid, and we still got the bad ending. So, that's mm-hmm. the other we weird thing. We need to be two times through. Bubble Bobble and Super Bubble Bobble as well. Oh, we didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. No, we didn't do Very that. Nice, man. But yeah, it's like, it's like, you design a fucking, the first game... To only be beaten the right way with two players, and then the second yeah. game single player. And it's just such a what? beautiful two player game, you know. Like, yeah, it is. drives me nuts. But but Snow Brothers was two player. Yeah, it's the same idea. Amazing. Like, so yeah, we ended up beating it. Um, I think <clears throat> only one of us beat it. Like one of us got game over right at the end because you get like oh. three lives and ten continues. Yeah, you get a ton of lives, but so it's like basically what is it nine times three? So like about thirty lives with two players. About thirty lives to beat the game. Wow. So, and I, the fact that I probably didn't die in any of the levels helped our life count. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, like, it gets, the game's not too hard, but it's, it, it is super fun. And, and the crazy thing is, is we could do, like, eventually do some homework or whatever, but there's Snow Brothers 2 and Snow Brothers 3 on the arcade. Really? Oh, yeah. And there's crazy-ass characters with different powers. I found it, because we got the arcade, the Xbox <clears> arcade <throat> and all that, and that's another podcast for another time. Yeah, like we the got tons Bubble of shit Bobble though. Arcade ones, So too, is there awesome. anything else on the freaking retro games you've been playing? Because we, we get off on tangents, it's great. So yeah, um, uh, Double Dragon 3 <laughs> Hell yeah. is another one that's like um, mastering a few different things. <laughs> the key with that is... The it's super si- hard. The key with that is using the... Level the sidestep people and then the hurricane kick, right? When they run at you. Yeah, like the ninjas, are the, that also makes the game hard. Um, there's also the gladiator guys. They throw spears, but they don't, oh, they yeah. don't drop them. So it's, it's like 
that's what makes it evil. Infinite yeah. Spider world. And they just keep chucking them at you. So those between those two things, the game's not that long. There's only five levels. You know, you have like the United States, China, Japan, Italy, and then Egypt as the last level. But it's just um, you only get one life. And then the whole gimmick is when you beat the second and the third boss, they join your team, like in Castlevania Three, with like Grant, Sypha, and Alucard. Giving you some extra lives. Yeah, but I think they should have done like a tier difficulty thing, like Supreme Master. That yes. should have been, you, you get one life. They should have given Billy three lives. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would like that game a lot more. If you could just play like beginner or practice or whatever, but they gave you those lives. That would be a cool like ROM hack if somebody did it. Yeah. Adjust it. Because people. I think they'd have to rewrite the entire game though. More than likely. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Ninja Gaiden when you get to the last boss and they don't give you a chance to like develop a strategy. So then people just give up. So it's like you need time to like fail. And eventually with those extra lives, you'll be like, okay, this game's not that bad. Most people won't get to that point because they get frustrated and give up. And yeah. that's it. Yeah. So that's that's the thing with that game. Um, it's an awesome game, though. It's it's just Amazing. sad that they, they messed that up. I mean, we've sat there and, like, a year ago or two years ago or however time, we played Double Dragon 3 just to fucking start mastering. We get pretty damn good at it, but we get to those damn gladiators and they start fucking destroying you. Yeah. They, you get past ninjas. Yeah, it's like, I, I don't think they messed it up in the way of, like, in, in Japan, I can see that being fine, but in America, for some reason, like, yeah. people just don't have the patience like that, and they're not gonna, you know, keep coming back. That's to even that. from our generation, new generation. Hell no. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I'm alone in the dark too. Um, I'm doing like a run through soon on Kevin's channel. Uh, I still love that game. The game's beautiful. Um, they have a wiki page too, and I just started like just like submitting articles and stuff there, like nice. correcting things or adding like things that people don't know. Cause I've tried like every combination of stuff. And a lot of people think it's one way when it's really not, or they don't know how to do something that's actually easy. You know, something so like. So you're really good at fucking Love the Dark, too. Uh, just the, the very first one. Oh, the first 1992 one. for PC, and then it got released on 3DO with, like, better music. There's a run button now. On the 3DO oh, version. Yeah. So that's, like, I don't know how many good games are on 3DO. Uh, I haven't heard of too many, but well, I know that's probably the best one. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be careful. I mean, I, really, what I try to strive to do with the channels, I like to look up a game and then find out the best version on which console, and then only display that so you can show the best way to present a game to anybody. Yeah, I and think Alone in the Dark is, on a console, the best 3DO is the only thing you can find, even though it's on DOS. But DOS, you're stuck with a keyboard, right? Yeah, and you have to double tap to run. That's um, tough. The graphics are great, though. They're all like hand textured bit bit maps, you know, like nice. Doom or like Resident Evil, maybe a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and then that's it's considered the Godfather, the forefather, whatever you yeah, want to call it, of grandfather. survival <laughs> horror. And it's grandfather. It's, it's the whole move like head tank controls. Yeah. Do you move like tank controls, or you have to like pivot your character to move? Yeah, you have to turn. like go. It's really awkward. But when I was a kid, that's one of the only games I had was fine. for my computer, yeah. so I played the shit out of it. And I think that's another thing that... What was what game was released recently that they... Oh, it was Resident Evil. They re-released it on the GameCube, and now they re-released it again in like, HD oh, on wow. Xbox One and the PS4. That's so badass. That's, I they that. changed it so you can eliminate the tank controls now. People are saying that you move a little <clears> too <throat> accurately... 
and it makes the game a little too easy. Really? With those versions. Because you can still play it the old way, too. Uh-huh. But you can play it the new way, and it's like, it plays like Resident Evil 4 or, or like any kind of third person shooter. Like Vice City or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which yeah. is completely different. Yes. You know, that totally flips the... It makes me want to... Do- it's download only, unfortunately. It yeah. makes me want to get it, though, just to experience it in a new way. There's a learning curve to those older games. Because you played Alone in the Dark. I played Resident Evil 1 and 2. There was I stopped a huge, at 2. There's a huge learning curve to that game. Yes. I mean, huge. I could see, like, 90% of the people just, like, no, like, this sucks. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Because they just can't figure out how to get past those two or three first guys <laughs> or whatever, you know? Yeah. And it's, everyone's always like, how do I get out of the attic? It's the first room. Like, like, how do I, like, what do I do? You know, and it's just figuring those things out. And I don't know, those have always been the kind of games that I like, like Uninvited and the Shadow oh, Gates. Yeah. The, the ones that are just little puzzlers. Like, So, so Alone in the Dark on the 3DO, that was better than the PS1 version. Is there one on PS, PS1? No. Oh, yeah. That's Alone cool. in the Dark 2 was only on PlayStation. Alone in the Dark 1, the very first one's only on 3DO and DOS. Oh, the... Uh, According the, to Wikipedia. The, the pirate <laughs> ship one? Alone in the Dark 2, 2 is cool Oh, because... no, I'm thinking of Silent Hill. Oh, okay. <laughs> 2 is cool, Two different too. franchises, yeah, so I'm retarded. Is <laughs> two is, part 2 is for 3DO, too. Yeah. 2, 2, 2, 2. That's a jazz remake. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's cool because out of the side of, like, this mountain, there's, like, an old pirate ship that's, like... It's crazy, though, how I got confused with Silent yeah. Hill and Alone in the Dark. But that's the same kind of thing. It survival is horror. similar franchises. That um, one used the so limitations that, that of sense. the generation with the um, the draw distance is fog. Yeah. The atmosphere for the game, which is kind of awesome. Like That's a good idea. in that game. Oh, pretty much, man. <laughs> There's so much fog. But yeah, no, like Alone in the Dark, though, that's that's one that I definitely need to get into. But the There's a huge learning curve. I'm not... <laughs> it's it's clunky, yeah. it, it, but it's, it's blocky, it's but classic. the story is like H.P. Lovecraft. I've always loved the old, like, mansion, the haunted mansion kind yeah. of thing. The you know the Halloween based stuff I just that's always been something that's like feels just right for me. Well, yeah. soon Kyle will make it look real easy on a video for us. Yeah, and, we'll look forward to seeing. And I've learned a lot of new stuff with it. Just little tiny details, like if you stand in a certain place, you can read this certain book and you won't die. Remember, there's a book that, that you read and then you die. Yeah, because it's like a bad spell or yeah. something. Like but if you, yeah, but, <laughs> you stand in the, in the there's the a pentagram, and if you stand in the middle of it, you can read it supposedly. So I, we have to try that. What, okay. what we're gonna do on the video? We're gonna die like every way. We're gonna show like hell. Yeah. That's the fun part. Because that's what's cool about that die. game. Like, All the different deaths. You have to die to get to learn. Yes. It's, yeah. it's like a mean, but it's fun in that way. So you're gonna do like a long play. Oh yeah. Yeah, which I I have done with the no death run. This is going to be a breeze because we can just save in the low. This is going to be more educational and fun. And we're just, like, messing around. And I I, I just want to, like, bring up certain things, like certain ways. If you're doing a speed run, you don't need this. Well, and the the thing is, is I think Kevin's channel, you're trying to take obscure games that there aren't a lot of long plays or less plays of. So it's not like we're doing fucking Super Mario Brothers here. We're doing a game that not a whole lot of people do. And if Kyle's over there... Editing the fucking Wikipedia, yeah. he might be the sub- subject matter expert, the SME of oh, yeah. the game. Yeah. So he's the perfect person to have play that game. Now you can see every That's fucking game because we don't play out. every game perfectly. We're not masters of every you fucking game. You can't. I mean, not we're, we're just human out. beings. Yeah. <laughs> just organic flesh and bone. Like, well, you are. Cybernetic. So, yeah, it's great to get lost in those kind of games. It's the same kind of world. 
idea, like, just makes your imagination go crazy. Fuck yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as with the boxes, too, just going back to that, I've been, um, I just recently finished a project with, like, finding shelves and ways to display them. Displaying the collection. That's where Hell I wanted yeah. to go in with what me and Jeff, um, have been talking about for a while, and, like, the, how the old rental stores used to have, you know, all the games face forward, and you could just, it was just so, you know, you know, Classic, what, man. You know what I'll do is I'll take a picture of this, of your setup, like a, a couple of them, mm-hmm. and then I'll post the picture of mine that was in my old house, mm-hmm. and I'll show that on my blog, oh, where, cool. where, where, where we post the um the podcast. I'll post that there so you guys can see what we're talking about. Yeah, but you like, relate. Seriously, though, like it looks fucking awesome, and especially because we're picky with what we're displaying. We're not putting up every fucking game we yeah. find. Yeah, we're putting the best, of the like best. Jeopardy or something. I yeah, mean, like it, the the cover has to you know be pretty badass, and a lot of the covers in those old games are very art like driven. You know, oh definitely, they're, they're almost like portraits. Hell yeah, that were like someone actually like painted that. You know, in a way, absolutely. Um, like that Kirby one, that's like complete. even looking at the Aladdin one, dizzy. Look at that, it's a drawn mm-hmm. freaking box. And yeah. it, it, it's little Eggman freaking looking like Indiana Jones. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's kind of like got the whole VHS feel too. You're, you're, it's not just the spine of the game. Exactly, and that's where I think a lot of things get lost. Is yeah. you have everything displayed, like even your box, your your card collection, exactly. everything's displayed on the side. Yeah, you lose a lot of the artistic factor, and that's why when I when I started doing it, I I inspired Kyle. Yeah, I was like, this is awesome. It gets crazy. Yeah, and it's like, man, why didn't we fucking think of that? That's obvious that we should have been doing this all along. Yeah. Now space is always an issue, mm-hmm. and that's where you, Kyle, came up with the perfect idea. Looking around the the outside of his freaking place, <laughs> you got. Little shelves that are about a box width wide, yeah. and you have them displayed over door frames and shit. Really small areas that they look perfect. And it's cool because with the door frame, it's basically level anyway, so you can just set it on top of it. It's going to be out of the way. Now, I mean, if you're married or something like that, this is basically like a, <laughs> Kyle's a bachelor. For, this is like uh, the perma, ultimate perma bachelor pad. Here. Larry yeah, here. I mean, it's like the ultimate man cave. Um, Kyle's already mentioned that if he ever does find the right woman, he's getting another condo. So. Yeah, it'll just have to be like you know, she'll she'll have a place. The, the museum is I'll the have museum. a place. And you then just have a museum. We'll just whatever you know. Probably stay at her house for the most part and come back come here when I need to. Escape the world. <laughs> escape the world. Get off the grid. Yes, that's what we all get do. Off the grid. Escape the world. <laughs> if you will. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I started putting those those shelves up, and hell yeah, I, I just think it's and, it, and it, that it just looks not, so great. That might know? not have been in the last two weeks, but we really haven't done up. What have you done in the last two weeks yet? So we got to go over yeah. a bunch of awesome shit. We've yeah, been and, hell yeah. And I'm at the very tail end of that. I'm kind of doing that with the VHS now. I did that in the nice. last week. Um, getting all my old VHS tapes and getting those plastic yeah. holders and everything. Yeah, you're going to display those special somewhere. Um, I know you got your it's, your horror closets for now, of doom. But it's it's definitely a thought. Like it is. What like, can I do? Well, which takes precedence? NES boxes, VHS horror. I would say because um, you got vinyl in, you got vinyl in vinyl cases as mm-hmm. well, which look awesome. You did that a long time ago. Yeah, I would say space wise, I have. I need more um, for the NES because this is too much. Optimal, but um, ones, man. what's cool about the shelves is you can take those off and you want flip it out. Yeah, and just put the VHSs on there, or just get more, <laughs> which is always the craziness. Infinite. That's the thing. Whenever you think that your space is maxed out, we find a way. Yeah, there's always room for one more, if not one hundred more. And basically, it's going to be the point where there's no white on the walls. 
<laughs> so you know you're finished. So you can just start putting stuff in the ceiling. I guess. You gotta do the ceiling. Yep. <laughs> yeah, think about the ceiling next. If anybody has any ideas for the ceiling, leave it. Give us some comments. I do. I bet you there's Hell some yeah. awesome ideas though. Like if you really got to thinking, what kind of like ceiling shelving you could put? Because I've seen like in a garage where the people like hang down, like build like wood and hang down. You can put like totes up there, and that way it pulls everything off the floor, and it's all up in the rafters and shit. Like, there's got to be some kind of cool display world where it's like there's dangling NES boxes and rows. Yeah, <laughs> and walking in your stores. house. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that'd be fucking crazy though. <laughs> so yeah, like um. So that was your two so, weeks, So Kyle. that's me. What about you, Kevin? What have you been doing the last couple of weeks since we've recorded? All right. Um, a lot of work on the channel. Got a lot of good videos coming up soon. A lot of editing and stuff. Nice. That's... Any any uh, highlights? Um. Well, I got I got some good surprises coming, I guess. If anybody listens to the podcast, they'll have an advantage. Um, Absolutely. Re- recently, I just uh, taped a very... I wanted to do a good spin on my very first video game I ever played as a kid. Instead of doing a very boring video, be like, hey, this is me. I got a memory, blah, blah. I decided to put a spin on it, and the very first video game system and game I ever played is um, in television, because it was before my time, my sister's Interesting, had it. okay. So I actually, uh, first game I played was Burger Time for it, because that's what my sister's had. <laughs> nice. And I got totally addicted to Burger Time as a kid. I eventually then got like Donkey Kong, Snafu, all the other classics for in television. It was really good. My existence. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> instead of just showing, uh, you know, good old-fashioned Burger Time, I decided... Uh-huh. Uh, I talked Eric into it. It was an Slider interesting time. challenge. <laughs> I decided that we would do a White Castle challenge while we play Burger Time and videotape the whole thing in real time. Slider time. That's pretty awesome, though. So like, basically, the like way that it works is... We'll both the rest be- of us are hung over on booze. He's hung over on <laughs> yeah, sliders. Yeah, we're, we're having a glutton time, to say the least. And um, I won't say who wins in the end. Hell no. Don't, interesting. don't, don't give any spoilers. But uh, we basically bought a crate case, and we went back and forth, and the whole fun of the game was... It would start, it started random, whoever's first player, you keep playing until you die, and how many burgers you cleared, the other guy gets a cue, he's got a stack next to him, and he's got to eat. And if he hasn't eaten them all by the time it's his turn, he's got to eat with one hand and play with the other, so then it's even harder to make him, the other guy, eat burgers. (laughs) So it goes back and forth for about a half hour, and... The game doesn't end until all the burgers are eaten, so it goes back and forth. We battle okay. each other, and it's pretty crazy and fun. Uh, definitely tune in in the next. How couple many were weeks. in the crave case? Uh, Thirty. Oh, and they're all gone at the end. All gone. Oh, oh yeah. And somebody got a real hurting because somebody's really good at burger time, but I won't spoil who was. And I, that's my that's a perfect seg- segue to one I, I wanted to bring up. Now that game is tough. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! It's hard and it's tricky. That's that's what me and Jeff were just kind of like laughing. The bane at. of my existence that's game, like like an inside joke. A I have bit trouble cause... playing that game if you give me infinite pepper. Like yeah. <laughs> so, so played on the Intellivision with that controller, it's even harder. Oh, man. So from the master's chair, like what hints would you give? Oh, for Burger Time, really the trick is. It's got to be be patient. Forget that. I mean, people get really frantic and think they're in a hurry. There's no timer in this game, at least. Yeah. So if you feel there's a whole bunch of guys, I notice if you do like a perimeter walk, they all kind of sparse out so then you can do what you need to do. People are in such a hurry to just clear the burgers and they got like this entourage of guys after them. Let them spread out. Just do a big lap around the whole level, spread them out, and then go do your stuff. People are in such a hurry that it's kind of like, um, I don't know, an amateur mistake and they keep on getting nabbed all the time. 
So I say do that, and of course, always remember to get them on your bun or whatever to slide them down. And yeah, that's awesome. Yes, I was, I was doing, doing that a lot, and uh, that feels good. I, I would like the one thing <laughs> I was doing recently because I've been trying to get better at the fucking game uh-huh. is like I would go an inch on the bun and leave yeah. like a sliver, and then lure them, yep. and then fucking knock yep. their asses. Yeah, down. that's a good tactic <laughs> too. That's definitely <laughs> like, a good tactic. You got to you got to try to do yeah. whatever you can because I'm terrible at the game. The, it's the hardest hard part is hell, if like, you keep going when those pi- when those pickles kick in because they they're super smarter than the hot dogs the hot dogs are morons okay the egg's a little tricky but when the pickles are in there it gets it's a whole new ball game in my opinion in that game it's gotcha. pretty tough hell yeah because a lot of people they say like cluster them up yeah but i don't know if that you can cluster them not. up if you want a high score i was just trying all oh, right in, keep right. in mind my, my idea was to stay alive so then i wasn't eating so many burgers <laughs> yeah, so that's depending true. on what your goal was my goal was <laughs> to stay alive but no for a score clustering is excellent <laughs> now, i was doing the whimp route is it harder master. to do it that way with the cluster is it just harder? it's it's a little bit trickier because I mean from what I'm seeing like the AI the way that each character is programmed they're kind of programmed to go on certain paths so it's almost like you got to align it like stars to get them all clustered in my opinion because gotcha. it seems like hot dogs want to hang out over here the eggs doing this thing over here but to get them all at one cluster that's pretty tough in that game now have you ever played the arcade version yeah I've played the arcade how does version. it differ it's the arcade version is faster than the Intellivision version. It's it the, it just seems like the movements faster, but the mechanics are all the same. The graphics, of course, are a little bit better. Does the AI move similar, or is the, it a little the more AI is, the AI is still pretty similar. I mean, okay. but it's it's just the whole like you know it's an arcade game. It's gonna have that whole arcade feel and just feel faster because Intellivision it just feels slow playing that system, but sure. it's still a tricky <laughs> game. You know what I mean? I mean, play Donkey oh, yeah. Kong on Intellivision and play it on Nintendo. You think you're in an arcade machine with the Nintendo? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that was the irony. <laughs> is I was I've been playing um, Donkey Kong Junior on my 3DS. Well, I got, game. I got the free download. Oh, nice! And I have the sit down cocktail arcades at my okay. parents' house right now. Yeah. Um, yes. and it's a beauty. I can sit there and get to round three, four, five on the NES one. Yeah. The arcade one is like I'm getting around two, and it's yeah, it's tougher. Like, it's a whole new and, world, and the whole game. setup's different too. Because even the level layout, yeah. because there's four different screens yep. on the Nintendo one. It's on the arcade one, but you have to do screen one and four, and then you do one, two, and four, and then oh, one, two, that's three, right. and four, and then it continually loops. Whereas Keep Nintendo it. unlocks all four right at the beginning. You're right at the get go. Does it a little oh, differently? Right. So it's like it's interesting to me. Like, and that's probably how Burger Time is then. Yeah, it's a little possibly. Bit, Possibly. Yeah, it's like all the arcade games are higher because it's almost like an ongoing business. They Whereas your quarters, yeah, you, you've already bought the cart, so yeah, they th- that's it. Like they yeah. already got your your money there. But see, with these games, it's like yeah, with the carts, they want to maximize your longevity, so you feel like you've made a good purchase. So yeah. you'll spend more than a quarter on it, so, yeah. and, and you don't come back and exchange it, which a lot of people used to do in the old days. Like I guess they would buy like. Five or six games, then they they would just take them all back when they got bored of them. Really? Yeah, and that was like a strategy for like free rentals. But mm. then they stopped. I think Toys R Us did some like rule then where that you couldn't. Wow. You could only exchange it for the same game, or I don't know, something like that. So that's crazy. Yeah. Nowadays with Walmart, they probably, people can probably still get away with that because oh, Walmart madness. does exchanges no matter what. <laughs> yeah. But like that's crazy though. I think yeah. I remember something like that trying to take some game back. They're like, well, now you can't do this. Like, I think I remember some kind of limitation. I had no clue that was why though. That's awesome. Yeah, people like ruined it for everyone else. <laughs> Hell yeah, like, the, the few do ruin it for the many. <laughs> just like Amiibo collecting, just like anything else. Yeah, the few remove. The rotten ruined. apple ruins the barrel, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> but no, to get a little bit. Closer to more modern than um, 
We did actually attempt to try to do some Russian attack, but um, oh, cool. Eric was way too rusty, and I was just too good, so it wouldn't have made a good video. The game's so awesome. I told him he needs to practice if we're going to do a Russian attack. So and, you're uh, good at that, okay? I'm 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 average at least. I was getting to level four, all right. Technos, I think there's like six levels in it. I was getting to four. He was dying on like two, and I'm like, man, you need to practice. If we're going to do this. So. I'm pretty sure I got to box that one. Up it's kind of funny to yeah. even think when you when you talk yeah. about Russian attack. I always think to myself. When I was a kid, I got it. I was like, man, that's such a play of words because you say Russian attack, okay, and then you're thinking it's your you're Russians. Attack. You think it's Russians. And then you start playing the game, you see these guys with these big hats and all this snow in the background. You're like, was this Russians? Yeah. I don't, but I guess that is the fun play on words. Yeah, Strider, but, uh, Strider has that too, where there's like a Russian, you go to Moscow. Yep. And uh, yep. Bionic Commando is actually called like Hitler or something on oh, Famicom. No, that's all totally Nazi Germany. Yeah. Bionic Commando. Oh, yeah, man. It turns into like some kind of crazy super soldier thing. Actually, I know the Japanese version is like Japanese version actually looks like Hitler and they, they change it for America. Right. Yeah. But it still looks like Hitler, I think. Yeah, it's still it, very similar. Explodes. But let's, <laughs> let's say they attempted on the American version, to say the least. They try. So between the Germans and the Soviets, yeah. it's like. But, um, but no, Russia. Russian attack so crazy, and I don't know they if made they, the rounds. Do you guys know if they came out before or after Contra? Which one? Russian attack that came out before or ah, after Contra? Bad with the years. Because it's like, so crazy. It's literally some... Contra, and all you have is a knife. It's like, man, yeah. you got to stick everybody to get through. And uh, It's to... an interesting rush. But um, for modern games, actually, it's a super simple, totally addicting. I highly recommend it to anybody that it's can good. grab it. And it's, it's solid. A, it's, um, no, you for know. modern, uh, iDarb. Oh, okay. It just came out. Uh, Idorb was came that out one? for free on Xbox One Gold for anybody who's a member, and it's a super simple, fun game that all you do is it's retro themed, so your characters look eight bit, and it's got like uh, ever play NBA Jam with all that crazy and <laughs> all the time. Stuff. Man, I love that you game. actually do in this game. Uh, you're not playing basketball. You're just getting a little ball in the middle, and you got to throw it into the other guy's goal. That's all. But it's all retro-themed, and you have a big announcer like NBA Jam, and you actually get on fire if you get enough goals in your character. Oh, sweet, <laughs> sweet. And you can have four people at once all bouncing all over the screen trying to grab the ball. You can pass it to That's a friend, amazing. knock it in the goal. And it's yeah. just all crazy and retro. It's a super fun game, I recommend. Wow. Um, we'll be having a video on that one soon, because that's another quick. So. Nice. Those are only two sneak peeks I'm going to give. The other so stuff you is have surprise. the you have the Xbox um, One. Xbox One. You have the Xbox Live. Yeah. I have PlayStation Plus. I'll have to... My stuff's been in transit, so I haven't been able to play, but there's a couple new games for the Xbox One, or for the PlayStation Plus yeah. network. I'll have to do those, and I'll Definitely. have those for the next podcast. Oh, that'd be awesome. So, uh, I just looked up the years. Uh, G- Russian Attack yeah. was Green Beret, also, that, that was like the name, in Japan. Okay. That was 85, 85, and Contra was 87. So oh, two okay. years later, they released Contra. Oh, so they figured, hey, this Russian attack would be more successful if we gave them guns. And you can aim the guns wherever <laughs> yeah, you want. You want. Not, not just <laughs> yes, stab yes. yes. I mean, in Russian attack, you did get like that bazooka option, and I think you could pick up a gun here or there, but you're mainly and, stabbing. And I got a and game. And I got a game that I downloaded. Um, that I'll, I'll definitely have. I'll, I'll use that as my homework to play before the awesome. next podcast. Awesome. It's supposed to be a mix between Contra. Metal Slug and like Monster Hunter, like oh, that com- cool. optimization, like on a character, and it looks hmm. retro, like kind of like Metal Slug. It looks awesome. I'll have to definitely. I need to play. I don't even remember the, really the name of it because I just downloaded oh. it for like it was on sale on PlayStation oh. Network. Right. It was like four bucks or six bucks or something. And I was like, well, too bad. I need to play it. I was recommended it from one of the YouTube channels. So I was like, oh, gotta try awesome. that one out. That one looks awesome too. I mean, it, it's really fun to know that we got uh, original Nintendos and we collect, and to this day, they're still making great homebrews that go and still work on original Nintendos. 
I remember uh, when I was reading your article, yes. Jeff, that you made on that Zelda, that really cool one. It had like a pawn in it for NES. It was 2014. Oh, what yeah. Was the, that called? Legend the of Legend Link of Link. That yeah. is, it was a really extreme fan hack. It looks a lot like um, Link's Awakening, but on NES. Yeah. Very cool. And, like... It, it was really cool. I start, Most I of it. us can't find a pawn in the game, though. So I haven't okay. found... So it's it. like a hidden... I don't, I don't, piece. I don't know if a pawn is hidden, or huh. if they removed a pawn from the yeah. final I gotta version. say, the complaint Weird. that I had about it, though, is it can't run on an original NES, though. What do you really gotta do? To, you have to play it on an emulator of some See, sort. See, he no says shit. that, but I... I have the game cartridge and it runs on my original NES. So really? someone, someone converted it. Like, yeah. okay. That's how I played I it for my review. I tried, I, tried, <laughs> oh, wow. I tried it on a flash cart. And it no, it, it doesn't work cart. on the flash oh. cart. There's so a, you have to make a specific cartridge for it. Yeah, what is that? Why is that? Does anyone, does well, anyone they know? Use, something, they the game do something is bigger so, than what a flash cart can do. No, it's The game is so big that they have to use a certain mapper to be able to run Okay, so you can buy a cartridge that'll run it, though. I got a limited version, too, when it first came out, and it was way too expensive. Letting everybody know out there, you're stuck with an emulator unless you got some money like uh, Jeff's advantage to get a cart yeah. specifically made. There's for somebody it. who did a, a cheaper version, but my version was like gold, came I, with the box and a manual. Been, well, it looks awesome. The, the, the thing with you though, like instead of getting every game, like that's why Jeff has the money because mm-hmm. he's just picking the ones that are like that he really really wants. Like yeah, the gems. absolutely. That's what I recommend to all of you is listening is to like just get the ones that you really want if you happen to find like a honey hole and these things are two dollars don't pay more than like two or three bucks for you know like concentration or something like, <laughs> like yeah true just Seems great that's <laughs> kind of like the the rule it just so happened that i started networking with two people who had like way too many games that they just wanted to get rid of and i just got lucky but i don't know i, I think people see that and they don't they think they can just you know Buy them all, but you're gonna be so broke. Like it's not even funny, especially nowadays. So that's that's what yeah, I would recommend. Don't just go to one source and blow your wad. Yeah, whether that be the internet, a game store, anywhere, eBay, go everywhere. Amazon, because it's also not fun. Like what you were saying, um, when we would, like go to this replay, just yeah. walking out of there with bags of stuff. Yeah. Oh god, <laughs> nothing feels better. Yeah. And so that's or when we had to come to the mental conclusion when Kyle bought his little Samson for $50 because we were spending $50 on a used game and it was crazy at the time. Yeah. yeah. And he bought it for 50 bucks, and that was the same time he got Bonk and I think Panic around the same time. And we mm-hmm. got him, we we spent maybe 40 or 50 bucks and it was like, that was oh. like, man, why are we spending 50 bucks on a game? Now you look at it, how much is fucking Samson? Oh, it's <laughs> like, it's Jesus it's Christ. Yeah, like a uh, six and, they, no, not six and one, um, Action 52 boxed with the instructions at this replay, it was like 120 or 130 bucks. And that was like, no. You know what? Now you're like, oh fuck, that's like a thousand dollars. Like, and I mean, that's when you got your Custer's Revenge in the original yeah. box. And wow. like, yeah, see, I, I don't know how much a boxed Action Fifty Two is really worth, but I would say like a lot, five hundred to a th- thousand, somewhere in that range, depending on it's a chunk condition. Of change. I still don't even have one. With the instructions, though, too, because the instructions are another thing that people because your version could be worth over a hundred bucks just for that. You have the green. Board, right, I have the blackboard, so we got both. Yeah, so we have different. Yeah, we have both versions. What's crazy is those Caltrons because you got Caltron and then that Myriad sticker. And yeah. the one with the Myriad sticker is like twice the price, if not three times the price of the regular Caltron. Yeah, that's an expensive sticker. And, and <laughs> backs are different too. There's ones with just different backs. And uh, uh, on like an, I know on Nintendo Age, some people consider the complete complete NES collection. You have to have the Caltron and the Myriad. Uh, mm-hmm. which well, yeah, is obscene because it's, it's stickers. It's the same. Yeah, exactly. but it's that's where the justification on everybody. Well, is that's you set your own rules, like I said. Like me, I wanted my goals U.S. licensed NES. 
full collection. Mm-hmm. So if it was licensed in the U.S., then I'm... And, I'm, and uh, as you know, though, you pro- might eventually go to unlicensed, so you oh, pick yeah. up a couple. Well, yeah, I, I completed Tengen really quick when I started collecting because it was cheap and easy. It's pretty and easy I'm to glad do. I did because yeah, now they've, Tetris they've gone is, up. I think there's only like 12 Yeah, because when I bought oh. Tengen Tetris, Something it was like $20, that. and I was graping that. That's how much I got it for, too, <laughs> I got man. It for 20 bucks. I saw another one, and I passed it up. I was like, I'll just I'll just let someone else get it, which is cool. I left one because I still do that. sticker. I didn't so the main one. key is you just gotta be frugal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very frugal. I didn't even try to get a full set. That's like the no. that's like the irony of my story. I'd say the because I just kept going to Funko Land when I was a kid. <laughs> like know? I, I just remember it was like probably five, four or five years ago. You had so many that you're like, eh, might as well get a full set. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's it was like what it turned into. Yeah. Once you hit like six or six six hundred or something, it's just like then I decided okay. I'm, I'm going to do this, and I better do this now, because you could see that the market was starting to go crazy. Yep. The yep. funniest thing that ever happened to me at a, at a Funko Land is, um, by me, there's a box office video. I always rented my games as a little kid. Yeah. I um, always rented box constantly RC Pro-Am 2. I just love that game. Yeah. I rent it all the time. And you know back then, you'd have these places, you'd flip over a cartridge, somebody would write marker, box office, the number of the store... And they wrote all on the back of the cartridge. It's, uh, stickers, too, if they put it on. Yeah, they do stickers. This place just wrote in Sharpie on the back. And I remembered exactly because I rented so much. Later on, like years later in college, I, uh, well, not in college. I meant uh, years later when I had, like, driving or something. I actually went to a Funko and bought it. And I swear it's the exact same cartridge I bought at Funko Land because I flipped the back and it had the same writing on it. So nice. I must have sold it to that and Funko Land that's what's when funny. they shut down the store. Yeah, there's a post on Nintendo Age. And I have this um, good example here. Is uh, people are starting to post when you find one of those stickers. Yeah. List where you like they list where it is. Yeah. Okay. And then someone else. They're categorizing on, all the old retro. Like like this one, Banner Foods, Munster, Indiana. Gotcha. Uh, so this is um, seven twenty. Um, so it's like then I would go on the post and put Banner Foods, and then someone else might be like, I used to rent that game. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's just kind of cool. Like, but um. Because I know they have a, a thread for all of the current game stores all around in every state. Yeah. And now there's one that has all the old places that used to rent places. It's right. It's everybody wants a catalog with this technology. And it's all nostalgia. It's amazing. It's just and nostalgia. It adds to our collection. It's just it a feel good. To the hobby. Yeah, it's yeah. just that warm feeling of your childhood. Well, you got to understand, you know? video games are literally time capsules. How many things can you take from your past and then actually re-experience exactly again? You put in Super Mario, you hear that tune, you feel it through your hands and you're playing it, you're completely reliving something almost identically to when you were as a kid. Yeah. Triggering something in your head of a happy memory. So it's like, hey, this is good stuff no matter how old you are. So it's kind of dumb not to hold on to at least good video games. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so, like, when I see those stickers, I, I usually leave them on there. People ask, like, why do you leave the price tag? It's like, that's awesome. It says, like, KB, like, three ninety nine. That's amazing. It's, like, <laughs> it's like a story. Yeah. Like, you can, I mean, like, trace I, it, you know? I, I like leaving the back of the cartridge alone. Like, if the back of the cartridge has, like, KB Toys on it or whatever the fuck it has. The battle scar. Same like, here. I like that. Because no one sees that. I like to have... Intact. I don't even know why, because most of my shit's, like, at least cartridges are on the shelf. Like, the boxes now are facing forward. But the cartridges, like, I probably should just leave the stickers on the front of it. Like, as long as it's not on the label. The, the worst ones were those black magnetic strips that have, like, a oh, metal thing. Yeah. And you take the it off. It's void. At least <laughs> it's I find those inside the game when you're cleaning it. Yeah. Like, Man, yeah. you gotta rip them out of there, too. They Didn't went crazy. Yeah, they went crazy at those things. I think that was that for the beepy deal. Yeah, like the... when you'd walk out and start beeping, that's, okay. like, the metal thing that would trigger it. So it was wow. crazy. So that's... But, those are the worst to get off. Um... So, so Kevin, yeah. if you, if you yeah. don't have anything else, have you, do you have anything oh, else from um, the last two that, weeks? No, it's just that. Some videos, a whole bunch of other fun stuff coming, and um, 
No, it's just a whole lot of work for me, guys. I'll okay. have more on video games next time. We yeah. <laughs> so um, right now we're going to take a break. Yeah. And then we'll come back with our second part of the podcast. All right. All right. All right. 